Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 28th of December. The Maharashtra Assembly passed the Lokayukta Bill on Wednesday, bringing all members of the state cabinet, including the chief minister, within the purview of an anti-corruption regulator. Devendra Fadnavis, the deputy chief minister, declared that Maharashtra is now the first state to pass the Lokayukta Bill. According to reports, the bill was passed without debate or opposition's presence. The Lokayukta must request the Assembly's permission before beginning any probe against a minister. A resolution to do so must be brought before the House as per the bill's requirements. According to ANI, two-thirds of the House membership must approve the motion to begin the inquiry. In accordance with the bill, the Lokayukta will not look into charges of corruption against the chief minister in cases involving issues of public order or internal security. Apart from this, the bill also states that the trial against the chief minister or any other cabinet minister and elected representatives must be finished within a year of the date of the complaint. Before introducing the bill, there were talks with social activist Anna Hazare and a commitment was established to gather comments on the draft. The central government owes more than 8,305 crore rupees to state and union territories under the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee Act, according to central government data analyzed by the scroll. The centre owes the highest amount to Uttar Pradesh, followed by Andhra Pradesh and West Bengal. Since December 2021, the union government has not been allocating funds to West Bengal due to alleged violations in implementing the scheme by the state government. According to a report released by the Delhi-based non-profit organization Liptec, workers lost around 4000 crore rupees in the form of wages during the current year due to stoppage of Narega works. The government had last week informed parliament that it owed GST compensation to the tune of rupees 17176 crore rupees to states as of June 2022. Mizoram provided the highest number of employment days per household 70.71 followed by Tripura 49.14 and Ladakh 45.89 according to the center's data the average number of days for which work under the manrega was provided across the country was 40.19 on the occasion of the congress's 138th foundation day party president malikarjun kharge hit out at the bjp over jobs inflation and growing hatred within the country addressing party colleagues at the congress headquarters kharge said and i quote The basic principles of India are under constant attack and a pit of hatred is being dug all over the country. The Congress has taken courage to break the shackles of Dalits poor to keep democracy strong. Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru appointed five non-Congress ministers to his cabinet. It shows the principle of taking everyone along. Unquote. He also urged everyone to join the Bharat Jodo Yatra, a 3000 km march led by Rahul Gandhi that has been paused for 9 days. The yatra will enter its final leg on January 3 and gradually march towards Kashmir. Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot, who was amongst the host of party leaders at the event, blamed the RSS and BJP for destroying the constitution and weakening democracy in India. Listeners, do you remember Salvatore Babonis, the Western academic who recently said at an India Today conclave that India's intellectual class is anti-India? In an interview with Abhinandan, he has now explained why he thinks Indian intellectuals are important contributors to India's poor image in the West. He also believes American democracy, and I quote, is very robust, and Donald Trump would make it more robust than it would otherwise be. Unquote. But Babonis was expecting something else from the news laundry interview. 
News Laundry could raise such difficult questions only because you've got our back. And if you haven't already, be the Santa for the free press this festive season. Also support and get our merchandise for yourself and say you're a proud member of a community that keeps independent media alive. Or give these to friends and families and spread the word about free, accurate and independent news. Subscribe to newslawney.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Four suspected militants were killed in an encounter this morning when security forces intercepted a vehicle they were travelling in on the outskirt of Jammu, PTI reported. Police also apprehended a suspect and claimed to have found papers linked to the Lashkare Toyba. According to the police, the vehicle caught fire during a gunfight near the Tavi Bridge in the Sidra Bypass area along the Jammu Srinagar National Highway. Police said that a massive stockpile of weapons and ammunition was found in the vehicle. Seven AK assault weapons, one M4 rifle, three handguns and ammunition were discovered, police said. Jammu ADGP Mukesh Singh claimed that trucks' movements were suspicious and suspects inside opened fire when security personnel searched the vehicle. Singh said police were looking for the driver. PTI quoted unidentified officials to say that encounters lasted over 45 minutes and there were many explosions during the gunfight. Meanwhile, Union Home Minister Amish Shah on Wednesday reviewed the security situation and development issues in Jammu and Kashmir in a high-level meeting on a security arrangements for Leh, Ladakh and Jammu and Kashmir at the Ministry of Home Affairs in New Delhi. A special Mumbai court granted bail to former Maharashtra Home Minister Anil Deshmukh today, PTI reported. Deshmukh, a leader of the Nationalist Congress Party, had been detained by the Enforcement Directorate in November 2021 for allegedly engaging in money laundering. Former Mumbai Police Commissioner Parambir Singh in March last year had written to then Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre alleging that Deshmukh had asked some officer to extort rupees 100 crores every month from bars and restaurants in the city. The Nationalist Congress party leader was granted bail by Justice J.S. Karnik on December 12, but the order was stayed for 10 days as the CBI sought time to challenge it in court. The Bombay High Court on Tuesday refused to stay its order, granting Deshmukh bail in a corruption case registered by the CBI. The release memo was issued after the completion of bail formalities by the special judge for CBI cases. Following Beijing's announcement that it would reopen its border next month, the US is thinking of placing new COVID restrictions on Chinese visitors, BBC reported. As cases of the virus rise in China, American officials claim that a lack of transparency in COVID data might have played a role. Some nations are concerned about the possible spread of COVID after travel websites reported an increase in visitation. Japan, Malaysia and Taiwan have already established stricter safeguards for Chinese travellers, including negative testing. India is also increasing procedures for Chinese arrivals, but this was disclosed before Beijing's announcement that it would loosen its tough border policies. Meanwhile, Hong Kong's leader John Lee declared that all remaining COVID regulations would be abolished relatively quickly, with the exception of the requirement to wear a mask. Beijing on Monday said that COVID quarantine would no longer be required for international arrivals beginning on January 8, causing a flurry of international travel planning in China. Beijing officials have conceded that the epidemic is difficult to track and have eliminated much maligned case counts and restricted the criteria under which COVID deaths are registered. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.